The views on this program do not reflect those of ONTV or its board of directors. Welcome to OAA Now, your home for Oakland Activities Association news and information. Here's your host, Sammy Welcome Terabina. to OAA Now here. I'm Sammy Tamina, blogger of the Sammy High School Sports Blog, blogger of Inside the OAA, and one of the hosts between Tamina's and Oriented Television. I'd like to welcome our friends um, watching us on the, hearing us on the local voice on SoundCloud and also those on ONTV. Got Ian back here this week. Crazy. Crazy week eight. Um, Do you think everything's rounding into form here as the playoffs starting loom? To. I really think it's starting to, of course. Of course, we're talking about football. Yeah, high school sports <laughs> High school sports selection show is actually Sunday. Wow. On Fox Sports Detroit. Wow. So very interesting um, yeah. how that's going to unfold. Um, when you look at the um, week eight recaps, of course, um, what games <laughs> – what games had you shocked this week? Of course, we had a couple games that were just were like big time games, especially one over in Far- North Farmington. Yes, between North Farmington and Farmington, um, and then you had others like um, yeah, other games as well that were attention getters. Of yeah, course, Adams. Um, Adams beating Southie and T. Yeah, Lake Ori making a big statement, um, and then Troy, Troy scoring points. Yes, Troy scored points this week. Sammy, I do believe we picked all of that to happen. Yeah. I, I think that's the first we've been on the same page. And it's and actually. Troy scores a point. Happened. We picked it. I, I predicted Troy's it. Troy picked a point. Troy scored a point. And not only a point. Yeah. And, and, and there's. 31. And it's on Twitter. You know, it's, it's on oh, Twitter. The first touchdown. Awesome. They were celebrating like crazy. Like I said. It was celebrating like crazy. But that's. That's awesome because what do we talk about? Troy's been virtually been taking oh. this to the to the to the, the um, woodshed to the woodshed yes. on so many occasions. You got a new brand new table here. I did. And I do. Yes. Basically, makes you it, know, makes it, it cleaner. Yeah, but um, but for them to score points, awesome! Congratulations to them. The kids stuck it out. They battled through the adversity. They right. And they took advantage. I said, and now they have a chance to win their first game against Berkeley this upcoming what? weekend. Hey, when it rains, it pours, right? Yeah. I Mo- mean. The mighty Mo. The mighty Mo. Momentum. The mighty momentum. <laughs> Let's talk about our big game of the week. That was um, yeah. week, no, um, from week eight. That was North Farmington Farmington. Yes. A lot on the line in that one. The blue title, Farmington Cup. Um, it, it pretty much unfolded the way we thought it, it would. Don't, yeah, don't it you was think? a low scoring. Yep, that's what physical, we thought. I mean, emotional game that North Farmington escaped with a 13-9 victory over Farmington to go to 8-0 on the year. Farmington falls to 7-1. Um, North Farmington is 8-0 for the first time since 1984. Wow. If they beat Ypsilanti Lincoln this weekend, they will be undefeated for the first time since 1970. Wow. And That's going to be tall order, too, though. Mm-hmm. And when you look at North Farmington um, and how they've done it, was they had a block punt for a touchdown. I believe it was Andrew Dooley, I wow. believe, who blocked it for a touchdown. And then John Brunette in the, in the second play of the third quarter went 75 yards on a um, on a um, draw play. He went to the left side and scored from 75 yards. Um, a lot so, of So big plays. Big plays. Small, we talked about that game. Mm-hmm. It, the margin of error is going to be very slim. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Farmington coming in with all the experience, a playoff team from a year ago, uh, right? Mm-hmm. And it pretty much 
came out to be what we thought it would be. It's going to be a dogfight. It's going to be so much on the line for that community. People, I mean, you, we were talking off the air before we went on. How many personal fouls or unsportsmanlike? There are unsportsmanlike? conduct fouls, but a lot of those had to be the emotions of the former Harrison players, of course. Ha- well, it has to be. I mean, because you, know. you have split squads, former teammates going against each other, mm-hmm. right? Former co- I mean, it's crazy. I mean, especially when you read Nick McCabe's article on um, the oh, rivalry okay. between Harrison and North Farmington. I mean, like, just the um, the feelings, especially the Farmington players, how they felt about the North coaching staff um, betraying them or, like— Betraying? Yes, betraying wow. them and, like, hurt by—felt like they were unwanted or something. You know, that's how the players at Farmington felt. Um, for North for North Farmington, of course, for North Farmington, you know, you know, they felt bad that some of the— that, mo- that the players that went to Farmington didn't stay with them, you know, to um, help— Re- rebound the North Farmington football program after winning five games in the last last yeah. three years. Crazy. I mean, like that's I mean, what insane. a turnaround. What a turnaround for the Raiders. It's, and you got to get credit, to Coach John Hurston here. Uh, absolutely. Um, coming over from Farmington Harrison, of course, he was the assistant to um here to John Harrington. Of course, John Harrington is on that staff over there. Dave Dorn, the defensive coordinator. Billy Sloan, the strength conditioning coach. Um, big time credit. For has to go to that North Farmington coaching staff. Yeah. And when you look at North Farmington, they the first game of the year they took on Waterford Kettering, 135-30, then they coasted their way to, until this game with North until this game with Farmington and then um they just bounced back and they, yeah. they just won a big one and Hard-nosed fight, man. The question now I have here is will this help North Farmington, you know, knowing you're liking to get a home game. You're going to get multiple home games. I mean, like, but if you bring a team like Wall Lake Western into North Farmington, you know. Yeah, different. Gonna, uh, that's, a, that's a different, a different animal. Different animal. But, yes, you're right. But if you're North Farmington, having that coaching staff there, going through the experience wars, the 13 state championships at Harrison under under John Harrington, I mean, like, that has to say a lot with what that program has gone through. Yeah, and you know the coaching staff is going to have them ready. Because mm-hmm. it, this is old hat, mm-hmm. especially for those who are calling the shots, mm-hmm. right? And they're going to have the kids prepared. And some of the kids on that this you know on the roster have been through those already, right? You f- we yeah. forget about that. There's the Harrison kids have been through that. Yes, multiple years, but not and multiple the North times. Farmington, the, not, the, not North Farmington kids that haven't been. That's there. correct, but you've got leaders there that can show them the way. You know, mm-hmm. lead by example. This is how you prepare. This is how the mindset you go in, right? So I'm almost saying, what's the worry? And the fact that these two teams could see each other again in the first round. Yes. Or in the playoffs. That, would... that could say a lot because these two teams are likely to be a Division II. Um, basically, they could, be, they could see each other again in the first round. You know, what would you think if those you two teams were You think they would put the them together? Round? Yes, they could. They could, don't or you, they would could Farmington split. have to lose another one though? Don't you think to be getting the first round? I don't know if Farmington. Um, I don't know if Farmington has another game on the schedule. Of course, oh. we mentioned last week about about them having oh, an open slate. You know what right, I mean? Open that's right. That's right. So, you know, when you look at and the North Farms, they got to play Ypsilanti Lincoln. So, when you look at they could these two teams could meet each other could, again. Could have the same record. Well, one loss going into right. Trial. And the game if those two teams were to be were to play, it'll be at North Farmington. <laughs> because you know they and got a replay the, of what just took place. It could happen. I'm serious. It could wow. really much happen. But for North Farmington, they took the Farmington Cup back. They took home the um, 
They're going to take home the blue title. Um, now looking to finish a job this week against Ypsilanti Lincoln. Now, Ypsilanti Lincoln comes in at two and six. For Farmington, you know. Oh, that's it? Lincoln two and six? Yes. For Farmington, you know, they, they got two two weeks to get ready for the playoffs. So, I mean, like, see where they're at. Um, I'll be curious to see where they where they respond, especially yeah. having that long way yeah. off. But I think that's going to be an impact for them. Um, do you like long delays? No, I do not. I think that I for Farmington, I think maybe playing week nine game should help them. Yeah. Um. I'm I mean, hoping you it get does. healthy. You, you can get healthy. Get healthy but... Yeah, you can get healthy, but stale. You... If you if you have yeah. a rust factor, that yeah. could be a problem. Because if you if you come off team. that game and you, you know the you know the the Farmington Cup game and you're I mean you're on an edge playing right, mm-hmm. can you lose that edge? You could lose that edge, and right now it's two weeks. It's gonna be tough for Corey Throach to get that team. I think he's gonna have that team ready to go, but think they're looking for another game. I I think they will be. I know a team that did find another game was Clarkston. Yes, Clarkston. They found a game. I don't, with I don't the, know if people heard this, but um, what do we have here? Been a while. Breaking news. Breaking news. Clarkson has a ninth game. They play Detroit Cast Tech week nine. Um, Friday night, 7 o'clock at Clarkson. Made them come up to here, huh? Detroit Cast Texas at 4-4. Four and four. Of course, they missed the Detroit Public School League playoffs. Now, with Clarkston, they're 3-5. and five. Ended up seeing their 16-year playoff streak come to an end at the hands of Lake Orion, 55-21. In a big way. It was a blowout. Um... Was really shocked how you dominant, too. Lake, really shocked how dominant Lake Orion was in that yeah. game. Just, you pi- you picked that. Block. I did. I, I thought it would be closer. I I mean, like I I just did not. I didn't trust Clarkson's defense. Yeah. I just did not, especially their linebackers in secondary. Yeah. And what didn't help things was Darius McKinney got hurt. He had to be carted off on a stretcher. Oh no. You know, and um, that didn't help things out for Clarkson. Um, I thought Lake Orion did a pretty good job, and Ethan Clark shut him down. Um, well, they. N- not only did they tack 55 on them, but mm-hmm. the 21 Clarkston scored, it wasn't that close. No, really wasn't that close. No. And you look at Clarkson's points that they got. I mean, Justin Buckman's one of those plays that Clarkson scored. If Cade Manzo keeps his feet, he yeah. gets an interception. Yeah. Um, And then the other play was just, you know, just one of the players misreading their assignments is going in the pile way too early instead of um, the – um. The wide receiver just bucked out. And then and that was the second half, correct? That was in the first half. First half, okay. And then the second half, of course, that was basically Clarkson's top first string against Lake Orion's second string. Yeah, yeah. So, but, but the footage I saw of the first couple touchdowns, I think it was the first drive. It was the first drive, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Just pushing them down the field and running the ball and just taking them to town. And I'm like, man, Sammy's right. This is this is crazy. I thought it'd be closer. You know, dr- like you said, the Dragons haven't beat them in what nine years? 2010. Long time. And they were hungry. You knew they were hungry. They mm-hmm. wanted this. They knew they were good. They knew they can take them down. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, you never know. It's a rivalry game. Things can happen. Obviously, it didn't. They, they it just didn't. Kinda, they it, trucked them. It got ugly. Yeah. It got really ugly there. And this, and I have to give hand to the Dragon faithful. Those stands were full. The That's what stands, surprised me was packed. I thought the stands was that was shocking to me. You the, know, the, the Clarkson the, the student section, the student sections. Clarkson had virtually two student sections. Yeah, they had two student sections. Lake Orion had one big student section. Yep, and they were all in the game. Yep, they were all in the game. That tells you something. Yeah, it it was 
I'm not going to say that the Dragon faithful outnumbered the Clarkson faithful, but it it didn't look good. No, uh, for the home team. No. Um, sometimes when you're struggling, it's hard to get the fans out though. But mm-hmm. but still, it's Lake Orion Clarkson. Other games that really really impressed me. Um, yeah. Groves beating Seattle 35 yes. 14 behind a strong second half. That was tied at 14 at halftime. Um, difference in that good, game man. was Marcus Alexander and um. And of course, Rob Donaldson. Donaldson came back from an injury last week. Uh-huh. Um, they were the difference in that game. Groves has beaten Seaholm now seven straight times. Yep. They could see each other again in the playoffs. Um, Thoughts on Groves? Looking strong. They got a big one this week. Who's Undefeated it? Brownstown Woodhaven Brown- at Brownstown Woodhaven. Ooh, how did they draw that one? Is that a home and home? I do not know. Wow. But that is on the road for Groves. They got to go to Brownstown Woodhaven. That'd be a big one. We're going to preview that one. Um, West Bloomby had no problem with Oxford, 48 nothing. Yeah, um, that's uh, Oxford struggling. West Bloomby looking really good. Big one this week for them at Wayne State. They got Warren D. Sal. Mm, yeah. Big one there. So, interesting matchup. I mean, you got to give it to, was it Coach Bellamy? Yep. He, scheduling tough opponents. No, this right? was a Catholic League fourth place team that he was going to play. Oh, is it? Okay. And Warren D. Sal. Actually finished fourth in the Catholic League. Oh, they League. did. <laughs> it's kind of funny because when you look at the Catholic Never League mind. right now, <laughs> when you look at the cat the Catholic League Central, yeah. besides Orchard Lake St. Mary's, nothing. There's re- I'm not really impressed with all three other teams. You really, know? Warren D. South finished fourth in the Catholic League, and they're five and three. Birmingham Brother Rice just got swapped by Lapeer. Wow. at Lapeer, thirty four ten. Wow, and then Novi Detroit Catholic yeah. Central. Lost to River Rouge 16-3 at River Rouge. So that tells me something. That the cat I wow. don't think the Catholic League is as good as advertised. That's that's something that's stunning a little bit. Because, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, at least two the Catholic of the, Central. At least half of them are usually powerhouses. Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, besides Orchard Lake St. Mary's, I mean, like, the, nobody Detroit Catholic Central. They're four and four. Yeah. Birmingham Brother Rice is five and three, and Warnia South five and three. Wow. Um, other scores around the OA, of course. Um, Detroit Leadership Academy knocked off Pontiac fourteen to six. It was a really good. It was an interesting game there. Scored some points. Um, you picked it. I think did you pick a W for Pontiac? Yeah. No, I did not. No. Um, I pick. I mean, like um, Ferndale, of course, knocked off Royal Oak twenty to seven. Big game for Ferndale looming. Of course, they sit four and four. Yeah. Um, Avondale coming back from 27-13 down to beat Berkeley 40-27. Um, Oak Park beat Groves, um, Oak Park beat Groves 40-6. Um, of course, Oak Park right now rolling on all cylinders. Got Oxford next. Groves? Oak Park beat uh, Athens. Oh, Athens. You said Groves. Sorry. Okay, yeah. I'm like, Um, what did I miss? What happened? Um, And then, um, and then, um. Stony Creek knocked off Rochester 49 zip. And then, of yeah. course, you got, we talked Bloomby Hills and Troy. That was 63-31 favor Bloomby Hills. And then, of course, you have um the red. We talked West Bloomby to Oxford. Yeah. But Adams yes. 31-20 over Southfield A&T. Let's look at these two teams. Let's look at Adams first. They sit at 6-2 <laughs> now. Big game loom for them this week with Stony Creek. Um, it, Anthony Petrino was a huge difference maker. He had three touchdowns. When is not he? When isn't that guy? Petrino had he's three touchdowns. Off. He's their whole. He's their guy. Oh well, yeah, but you got Petrino there. You got Parker Pico there. I, Carter Ferris, the quarterback. I know, but, but Petr- everything starts with Petrino. It it starts and ends 
Mm-hmm. And that guy has to be a walking bruise. Yes, he is. What they put him through. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable punishment that kid can take. And now they're 6-2 and two back in the playoffs. I believe for a fourth straight year, I believe they are back in. But now let's look at Southfield A&T. What happened? Four and four. Um, Limping. They are in a whole world of trouble this week. Whole world of trouble. When you look at the game that they have coming up with River Rouge, and that's going to be a brutal game. If you are, <laughs> I mean, like, if you, you had high expectations this year. Yes. This team had a ton of high expectations. This team, team this year was all in. Yep. And they have not been the same team since that Clarkson disaster where they lost that game in overtime. I mean, you look at that, you look at that A&T team, and the fact that that team is struggling, Yeah. and if they lose to River Rouge on Friday night, it'll be a third straight year they be they miss the playoffs. That has to put a ton of pressure on Tim Conley because the Southfield faithful, and I know that faithful, <laughs> and I mean, like, they expect you to be in the playoffs. They have a, they bring out a ton of D1 kids on, they have a ton of D1 college, college kids there. Yeah. And I think when you look at that team, there's a serious problem going on at Southfield right now. It's, it's stunning, really. You know, the way they started the season, that was the, well, we know Clarkson isn't what, they no. have been. They beat Clarkston early in Correct. the year. Correct. As, as that was the first game, right? Yeah. And, and then, everyone then was like, they, whoa, they then now we know it. All the chips kind of settled to where they are. We know what everybody is at this point. We knew at the midway point who was what. I but you're right. The, them dropping that Clarkston, the second t- matchup between those two, huge. They huge gave that change. one away. I mean, like, now their discipline cost them that Clarkson game. Because if they just do not touch the center, <laughs> you know, they win that game. Yeah. You know, that tells me something where this team's mental mindset's at. I don't know where this team's mental mindset is at. I mean, do you have to change something? If this team does not win the River Rouge game, I don't know if you, if I think about this, and I don't. What are you saying? Are you... I think they might need to change coaches. Oh, Sammy. I'm not being mean. No, I know no, Tim I know. I, a good but, guy, I, but something's amiss over there. What you is... have a ton of D1 kids on that team. And you have not, they have not gotten the job done. And it's in the league where you have to produce results. You can have all the academic greatness, but it's all about producing results. And Southfield A&T has not produced results. They have not. And and you look at you look at the teams that you look at teams that have produced results. You look at in the in the red division. You look at Lake Orion's produced results. Mm-hmm. West Bloomfield's produced results. Oxford has produced results. Yes. Adams has produced results. Clarkson's produced results. I mean, you know, and this is a prove results league. The red division is. It always has been. And Southfield A&T, they have not produced results. And the record throws it. Yep. There's a reason why I said before the season started that Southfield A&T would be 2-7. and seven. Was I wrong? Yeah, I was wrong about that. I mean, they're, they're, they're better than what they were. But 
but if you miss the playoffs for a third straight year, because if you beat River Rouge, you're in the playoffs. If you don't beat River Rouge, then then it would yeah. not surprise me if Tim Conley's not coaching next year. It really wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> and that says a lot. Yeah. And I think you're right. You know, the tipping point was that second that game, second against, game against, Clarkson. against Clarkson. Where I know a lot of people at Southwood <laughs> said they got screwed. But when you look at the film, he clearly was penalized. I mean, it was clearly a 15-yard penalty, which led to the Clarkson scoring a two-point conversion by Ethan Clark. I mean, so, and then the game with Adams, of course, the, um, yeah. the game with Adams, I mean, you know. You shouldn't have to put, you shouldn't put yourself in a position where it comes no, down to that. It comes or, down to that game, yeah. Right? I mean, like, it, you shouldn't be able to do that. Now you sit at 4-4, four and four, needing to win that game, and I'm telling you, I think when you look at look at A and T, I mean you have all the talent, all the D one kids. You're doing well academically, but you're not producing results in the football field, and that's on the coaching staff. That's on the coaching staff. I'm sorry, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I'm just telling you my honesty, <laughs> and I'm listening. I mean, you look yeah, at on all the other teams in the red division has proven have produced results. And I've said this on many occasions. You look at teams in the white division. Oak Park's produced results. Groves' has produced results. Stony Creek's on the way up. Um, they're on the way up. I mean, there's some questions that linger. I mean, Seaholm's produced results. I mean, like, you know, Athens, they're starting to produce results. You know, Athens has been a better team. Um, but Southfield Arts and Tech's a team that, you know, I've been very disappointed with, you know what I mean? And it, and it shows. It shows. Quick question. Do they get it done? No. No. Here's why. Yes, River Rouge beat South at A&T 45 nothing last year at Rouge. River Rouge has got a quarterback. And Miriam Herbrowski, who's a very good quarterback. Southfield's defense is a liability. Um, and I think when you look at that team, I think Southfield will score in this game, but I don't think they're going to be able to stop River Rouge. If nobody Detroit Catholic Central can't beat River Rouge, I don't see Southfield A&T beating River Rouge. I'm sorry. Um, so I, I think they're going to be. Again, that's on the road. That too. No, right? that's at it's, Southfield. It's at, well, it's at they Southfield. Got, they got one thing Southfield. going for them. It's at home. All right. You look at, and then you look at the other four and four teams. You got Seaholm and Avondale this week. Of course, Seaholm sits at five and three. Avondale, four and four. That game's in Auburn Hills. Um, I think that'll be a heck of a game between those two. Well, they're playing for the playoff lives, that's mm-hmm. for sure. The Avondale. Yes. And I, I, and, and I don't even know where to go with Avondale because they look every good. time we thought they were, they were they're turning the corner and they just stubbed their toe, man. They they did not play well in the first half against Berkeley. They were down 27-13, came back and won the 40-27. I mean, that's this a is, big answer. That's huge for Avondale. They have 45 playoff points right now. There's a ton of questions with that team. Yeah. Um if they beat Seaholm, um I think they got a sh- 
chance to make it. I think they got a shot. Um, either low end D three or maybe high or maybe low D no low D two high end D three. Okay. Um, and then the other four and four team is Ferndale. They got undefeated Birmingham Troy Country Day this week. So when you look tough at that sledding match, there, yeah, that's a tough matchup. But Ferndale's played better the last two weeks. Um, so when I look at Ferndale, I think they got a chance to make it three in a row against Detroit Country Day. If they make it three in a row, I think they get in at five and four. I think Ferndale will get in at five and four if they can knock off Birmingham and Detroit Country Day. That says a lot. That says a lot when you look at that team. Yeah, and that's yikes. Five and four for them. I don't know. Can't you see them being passed over? Who, Avondale? No, no. Oh, uh, Ferndale. Yeah, I can, right? Yeah, I can see that Can't happening, you see them too. Being I can see over? them being passed over, yes. I mean, you know, the cutoff, I believe, from D2 to D3, I think it's 11, maybe around 11.40. Byron Center could be a team worth discussing um, in D2. It's, it always seems like a, a crapshoot if you're, you're five, and, you know, you have five wins. What? It's you know, da- you're in dangerous you, territory. Oh, if you're absolutely. Five. You're how do you get in? Territory because now you're going to be praying. Somebody has. Somebody, you're going to be praying. <laughs> There's got to be upset somewhere that's going to knock somebody mm-hmm. off or somebody else is in the five and four situation. You, know, you, think, you, think about, you think about looking at these teams. Macomb, Dakota. Yeah. Canton. Um, you know what? Heartland, Howell. You know what they all have in common? They're four and four each. They're four and four. And that says a lot where they're at. That says a lot. Um, now, it's going to be interesting to see where those two, where yeah. those teams go. But I think at the end of the day, um, it's about producing results. And, and, and in Southfield's case, because Southfield is probably the case that is a perfect example of this. Um, now, I know... The other teams don't go on the media and say we're going to be a playoff team. Yeah, this team has Southfield has. Yes, we've heard uh, their social media activities very uh, vibrant. Yeah, and then look where it's got them four and four. You look at West Bloomfield; they don't talk. You look at Lake Orion; they don't talk. Um, I don't think the coaches would allow it. No, no. I mean, and you look at you look at the rankings in the OA. Clearly, your top three teams right now are West Bloomfield, Lake Orion, and Oak Park. Yeah. They are clearly your top teams. Um, and I think those are your three teams that have great shots that have deep playoff runs, or those three teams. Um, so let's look at let's look at the games this week. Yeah. So any tipping points? I mean, yeah, any tipping some point? some of the games like we heard, you know, Clarkson adds a ninth. Yeah, Clarkson uh, adds a ninth. Yep. But nothing's on the line for them besides no. besides spoiling yeah. Detroit Cats season. season. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So let's look at our first. Let's look at our first game. Um, let's look at Pontiac taking on Ann Arbor. Father Gabriel Richard. Um, Pontiac, of course, they lost fourteen to six. Um, on Friday night at Wisner Stadium, Pontiac's- competitive game. Yeah, sounds, it was very score wise sounds competitive. It was very competitive. That's what you're asking for. Pontiac from sits at 0 and 8. Um, last season it was not pretty for Pontiac, 48 to 6 to Ann Arbor Father Gabriel Richard. Now the Fighting Irish is now um, the Fighting Irish is now um, 
four and four on the year. Mm. Um, they need to win this game. The game's in Ann Arbor. Do oh. you see Pontiac no. possibly beating him? No. Why? <laughs> Track record. I just don't see it. Pontiac is them right now. They are five and sixty-five since two thousand eleven. Brutal. That's, That's so tough. It's tough. Yeah, I don't think they get it done on the road. It'll be interesting. It'll be really interesting. Now let's look at Royal Oak. Royal Oak lost 20-7 to Ferndale. Um, they are 2-6 and six on the year. Going to take on, um, they're going to take on Flint Kiersey, who's 6-2. and two. Just lost 40-26 to Brandon last week. They're going to be in a really Ooh, bad mood. Yeah, they're grumpy. Um, Flint Kiersey's got a very good quarterback, and that game's on grass. Mm. Um, so Royal Oak's going to be traveling up to Flint to take on Flint Kiersley. We talked about that last week. That mm-hmm. That's tough sled. It is. Do you see Royal Oak going up to Flint getting a job done? I don't think. The only thing I can think of is if uh, Kersley goes, yeah, we're going to rest the guys because we're already in the playoffs, but they want a, they want a seventh. They want seventh. Because they want to play at home. Yeah, they want to play at home. I, so, I don't think it happens. You don't think it happens? I don't think so either. Um, Berkeley, we talked about them. It's been a long year for them. Um, they got Troy this week. Um, Berkeley and Troy, last season, that was Troy's last win with beating oh, Berkeley. Really? 20-12 to 12 at Hurley Field. 20-12. to 12. Mm-hmm. Okay. When I look at this game on paper, it favors Berkeley to me. Yes. Because Berkeley's got Hunter Kaising at quarterback. They got Justin Anagonia on the lines. Um, it's been a rough year for both teams. Um, it has, like I said, but I've, this year I've never seen anything like it for Troy. Mm-hmm. Nothing like that before. They have not been the same team. No. And the fact that they had not scored a point until last week where they scored 31 points against a um, – an equally not very good Bloomfield Hills defense. <laughs> Bloomfield Hills, man. Uh, what's their total points now? I mean, you they know, just put sixty three up. I mean, but they were, I mean, giving up. The Bloomfield Hills was giving up the most in they the were OAA. Up a ton. Yeah, they were coming up a ton. into the uh, when Lake Orion went down there. Yeah, it was like two hundred and seventy points at that point. They were giving the season. up a ton of points. A lot of they points. They still are. Yes. So when I look at this Berkeley Troy game on paper, um. This one's a pick 'em. <laughs> you think so? It's at Troy High. It's at Don Colt Stadium. I know, but oh man, I, I when like the pillow, like you said, the pillow fight of the, <laughs> the pillow fight game of the week, Troy and Bloomfield. It's like one team can't stop anybody in yeah. Bloomfield Hills, and the other one can't score. So who wins? Yeah, you know, you know, I I, I don't see Troy repeating what they did against. Bloomfield Hills. Berkeley. I, they play Berkeley. I know, but I don't see Troy no. repeating no. what they did. No, I don't see that either. I think Berkeley's a little bit more better defensively. Yes. Um, Will they score a point? Maybe their confidence is up. Maybe they get a touchdown, like a legit touchdown. I think you're going Berkeley, aren't you? I am. You are going the Bears. But I'm thinking Troy might score. I mean, it's to that point where we're saying, will they score in this game with Troy? I mean, that's you just know, the reality. You know, I'm going to go Berkeley. I think Berkeley will yeah. win that game. I, I really think so, do. too. Um, Sean Shields is trying to develop a program down there. Of course, they have really struggled since the regional final run they made a couple years ago. Um, so when I look yeah, at I, that game, yeah, I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna go with 
Berkeley. I think me, they're going to beat Troy. Me too. I, I do think Troy will score. Yeah, I think Troy will score as well. I really do think. I don't that. think they'll tack thirty though. They no. want their thirty-one or whatever. Um, let's look at Avondale Seahome. We talked a little bit yeah. about this game. Um, Avondale five and three. Avondale four and four. Um, playing for their playoff lives yep. is Avondale. Yep. If Avondale wins, they're going to have to do some praying, and they're going to yeah. put Seahome on the brink as well. Yes. So, do you see that happening? I, I don't know. I know there's. With Seahome with their fifth win already, they're going to come in focused because they got to get that. Sixth. They got to get that. Sixth. They need that. And we sixth. know what that Veer offense can do to you. Yes. Um, and we're seeing the Avondale from week to week. You just don't, we don't know what know you're going to get. Happen with Avondale? No, there's there's we no consistency. Know. There's none. I would say Avondale falls. You think Avondale's four and five? Yes. I'm going to go Seahome in this one as well. Um, I think Seahome. They're gonna. They're on a mission. You know what's at Avondale. Um, yeah. You know, it, it's. They want a, number six. They want number six. It's gonna be a tough. It'll be a tough task for Avondale. It'll be really tough for them. Yeah. Um, let's look at Ferndale. Ferndale four and four eight against ain't no Birmingham Detroit Country Day. Um, do you see Ferndale winning a third straight game against Country Day? On paper, I'd say no, but having I've not seen Country Day. So, I mean, if you're 8-0, you're obviously doing something right. But it depends on, again, who are they playing. You know, that mm-hmm. we've talked they about play, this. They're an independent. I forgot about that. They're an independent. So, so they don't. So they, they can pick and choose who they play. They can pick and choose who they play. How can you be independent these days? Pontiac Northern Prep's independent. Yeah. Okay, it doesn't change the question. <laughs> they got an. They got Troy Athens. We're going to talk about them in yeah, a minute. That should be interesting. We're going to talk about them in a minute. Yeah, I would say. Do you think for, if uh, Ferndale wins this game, they're? I think they're in a five and four. Do you? Th- oh, I, yeah. If they beat them, I think they're they in two. Them, I think so as well. They'll be in Division Two. Do you see that happen? <laughs> I don't. Gut tells me no. My gut tells me yes. Okay. I think the Eagles and Eric Royal gets it done this week. I really do. Um, that would be a huge. That'll be a monster upset. Huge and they have went. They have went into Country Day and won. Yes, they won seventeen seven two years ago. And I got to remember the score. I think it was twenty eight to fourteen last year at Ferndale. Twenty six fourteen. Well, last do you year. think uh, you come in eight and a whole eight and oh, all uh, fat and happy and. You're already in. You got your first uh, your round home but game all lined day, up. But if you're country day, you've lost two games to these guys. I know. Indy you've got... lost twice to these guys. You want revenge. Oh, heck Don't yeah. you want revenge Absolutely. for what happened? Absolutely. So, but are they resting them? That's could, true. could they be taking it easy? And they'd be in Division I believe Division 4 for playoffs, I believe. Okay. Um, so that'll be really interesting to see where country day's at. Yeah, I think country day takes care of it. You think country day takes care of it? I do. Um, let's go now. Farmington, we know, has got an off week this week. Hope they find a week nine. Um, North Farmington, Ypsilanti, Lincoln. Um, we talked North Farmington. I don't know. The Rail Splitters only had two wins. Yeah, they're two and six right now. All right. North Farmington it is. You think North Farmington blow out first time since 1970 go undefeated? Why not? Why not? We, t- I mean, we've, this, we, at the beginning of, well, I should say at the end of, the 2019 school year, mm-hmm. 
when this was all announced and people going where are they heading, da da da. This was the story. This was the we got to keep our eyes on this. With John Hurston going over to North Farmington, the coaching over staff that team. splitting the kids, the and whole that- thing down the middle. This was the story to watch. These, this was the intriguing part of the preseason discussion about what's happening in the football world in the OAA. And it's come to fruition. I mean, it's happened. It's, they're going to do it. They're it's going to happen. The undefeated since yes, they're going to go undefeated. But then it concerns me, especially with both Farmington and North Farmington, both teams being in Division Two. Yes. Um, the you can't dodge each other. I don't think you can dodge each other. I don't again. think they're gonna. They, they won't dodge each other. But the let's say if there's a team like Wall Lake Western that yeah. comes in, or a team like Groves, Seahome, or Oak Park that come into your district. Yeah, that, that, that's gonna that be is, a little bit of a challenge. That'll be a challenge for for those two schools. Yes, and you saying a little bit of a challenge? No, I think you, a that's a that's underestimating it. Yes, because it's a different scale. I mean, Division two is a lot different than being in Division three. Yes, or Division four. Correct. You know, so that's yeah, especially be, Oak Park. You're knocking on the door. You're like, uh oh. Yeah, especially when you have to deal with a team like Oak Park or Groves in there. Groves. It's going to be a tough task. I'm telling you, Groves. You got to watch out for Groves. Yeah, they're going to be scary. Absolutely. Groves got a big one this week. Um, we're going to talk that in a minute. We talked. We talked Troy Berkeley already. We talked. Yep. We got Rochester and Bloomfield Hills. One in seven teams. Hell of a fight. Ton of, the of week. injuries. Both they have they have a lot in common than they do um similarities. Yes. Both have a win. Both that was against Troy. Yes. Um Bert Blooming Hills was last week sixty thirty one. Rochester was thirty seven nothing. Roch- um, Rochester takes it. You think they did yes. I'm gonna take the other side. I'm going Bloomfield Hills. Really? They have no answer for Alec Ward. They have no answer for Tanner Slesinski and Alec Ward. Alex Ward had 275 yards last week against Troy. Yeah, but they put a minnow net out for defense. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really? Yeah, he had 275 yards last week against Troy. Against Troy. He's going to go off for 300 yards against <laughs> Rochester. You just watch. Give me Bloopy Hills by 30. Bloopy Hills by 30? Yeah, Bloopy Hills by 30. Uh, I'm taking Falcons. Okay. Sammy. <laughs> Athens and... um. Athens and um, Notre Dame prep, Pontiac Notre Dame prep, Notre Dame prep seven and one. Yeah, I do. I do apologize earlier on Oak Park and Athens' score. Um, that was forty-one to six oh. in favor of Oak Park or Athens. I was one point off. Um, you look at the Fighting Irish. Yeah, and I talked to their coaching staff a couple weeks ago, and this they are rolling on all cylinders right now. I looked at that team; they are huge up front. Quarterback's very good. Um, Billy Keenan's head coach of Troy Atkins going to have his hands full yes. with Pontiac Notre Dame prep. Now, yes, that game's at Athens. It's going to help. That's going to help Troy Athens. Troy Athens is in a better place than they were last year. They're three and five right now. If they can finish a year strong and go four and five, that would be a three-win turnaround. Yeah. And that will grow that program. Absolutely. It will grow the program. Yes. Do you see it happening against Notre Dame Prep? I, I think uh, Notre Dame is just too strong. You think Notre Dame Prep is too strong? I think so. Notre Dame Prep has... I, I don't think it'll be a blowout. No. I think it'll be close. I think it will be but, close, uh, too. But I think Notre Dame Prep, they're on a mission. If, if they got them, if they're dialed in, they're ready to go. 
Their only loss this year was to Garrett, New Garrett, Noblesville, Guren, Catholic in Say Indiana. Say that again? What? Noblesville, Guren, Catholic. That's in Indiana. All right. I'm going to go with Notre Dame prep in this game. I think that they played a tougher schedule. Yeah. Um, no offense to Troy Athens. Um, Anytime you go undefeated, you're doing something well, they're right. Well, 7-1. and one. Or, Oh, I thought you said they're undefeated. They're 7-1. and one. All right. So that one's going to be really, really intriguing. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I think it'll be close, but Notre Dame will take it. Yeah, I think so too. Um, let's look at the. Um, let's look at. Let's look at. Um, we talked Sea Home and we talked Sea Home. We talked Oak Park and um, we talked Oak Park. Um, Oak Park Oxford. Let's talk about that one. You know, uh, seven and one versus one and seven. The wheels on the bus up there. The Wildcats just fell off. It just. We talked about this team being a playoff team last year. Yeah. And the fact that this team is really and falling an off. an impressive playoff team. They were. They eliminated Davison last they year. They looked great. They eliminated Davison last year. Yeah. They it, beat Lake Warren and Clarkston last year. Like a drum. And then now this team is really falling off. Yeah, it's... I it, feel it, bad for Drew Carpenter. I really do. Because that kid has laid his tail off. And no, the yeah. rest of that senior class at Oxford. Yeah. I mean... I feel really that, bad. That is a surprise of the year. I think, you know, if we're if we're saying the surprise, uh, if I'd say Lake Orion could be a surprise, one of the big surprise. Surprise! I don't. I expected them to be where they were. I didn't expect to be eight and one. I mean, like seven and one. Yeah, me either. But but I would say on the positive, you know, like for doing mm-hmm. well, I'd say Lake, Lake Orion Lake. would be the surprise. On the flip side, it's Oxford. Like, wow. And it just continues to just snowball for them in the negative way, and they just can't, they can't get out of their They're a young out of team. this mess. I They're know. They're a young team, but still, this is, and the fact that you're playing these three teams, especially late in the year with Southfield, yeah. West Bloomfield, and now Oak Park. Yeah, I mean, it's, like, it's difficult. It's, it's tough to get your murderers row at the end of the season when you're limping along. I mean, geez. and now they got to deal with Oak Park, which is yeah. a really good team. Oak Park right now is rolling. I'm a little concerned with Oak Park because the um like I said, the lack of competition. I mean like the competition they have has not been the same for them since that Stony Creek game. Um where um they Do you since, think this is a close game, match? Do you think I don't think this is a close game because I don't know how conservative Coach Bud Riley's going to do <laughs> with Ox with them with Oxford yeah. does. Yeah. You know, the Pond the Rock scheme, you know, it's a very conservative offense they run. Yes. And, and what, it's really affected their defense as it well. Has. You know what I mean? And it, when, you ha- when you can't have both balances, when you can't have balance, you're not going to win games. And, and right we now said that's that, shown it. We said that. He said, hey, you know, if you get down to West Bloomfield early and you got to throw to catch up, because you have to throw the right. ball. You have to throw. And, you know, ball control is one thing, but if you have a lead, it's one thing. If you don't, it's a completely other end. And you look at the other side with Oak Park, quarterback Frank Black, at Trayvon Prim. You got Malik Carr. I mean, on the other side, you got that big, huge line with my Raekwon yeah. Benny. I mean, like it's going to be, it's going to be a tough, tough sledding, task for yeah. Oxford. It's going to be a really tough task down there in Night Valley. Um, so I got to give the edge to Oak Park in that one. Yeah. Um, let's look at um, let's look at Lake Orion Monroe. Um. Lake Orion this year, seven and one, taking on a three and five Monroe team. 
Um, Lake Orion, of course, looked really good against Clarkston. Just literally smashed the Wolves on their ran home field. Them ran through them. At will, almost. Yeah, they ran through them at will. Um, taking on a Monroe team that has last week lost a tough one, 35, I believe it was 35-14 to Temperance Bedford. Um, now they sit at three and the five. The power of Temperance Bedford. Yeah, Temperance Bedford. <laughs> SEC? Yes, SEC, Southeastern Conference. Um, Monroe's had some tough losses, though. Of course, they lost to Celine, lost to Bedford, had a really bad loss to Ann Arbor Pioneer. Um, so when I look at this game, of course, Monroe's got a very good quarterback of Whitehead. Um, they got a good receiver, good wide receiver as well. Um, when I look at Lake Orient side of things, you know, their defense has been it's, just... It's been solid it's from been day solid. one. You look at what Lake Orient has done this year. <laughs> you look at what they've done. Yeah. I mean, beat Lapeer on the road. First you, game of the season. First game of the year. Then you destroy A&T. Beat Adams. Your only loss is in four overtimes in a... Questionable officiated game against against West Bloomfield. Yeah. Um, you beat Oxford, you beat Clarkston. I mean, like, when you look at Lake Orion, everything has seemed to go right, and yet this team still has a ton to prove. Yeah. I mean, considering where you look at where Lake Orion could head in the playoffs, they could head north to see <laughs> Davidson or Lapeer. East possibly to see either Romeo or Utica Eisenhower, which is going to be a really brutal. that would be a tough. That'd be scary if they go east. Yeah. Um, or they could see, or they could go north and see Lapierre or Davison, which I think could very well happen. Okay. So when I look at Lake Orion, when I look at Lake Orion, you and I both agree they're going to beat Monroe this week. I'm picking Lake Orion to take it, especially at home, but final game for them but seniors. If, but if you're Lake Orion. Where would you see Lake Orion going, north Jeez. or east? I don't know. Um, I don't know if there's any other. I mean, we, we're talking playoff points, but we haven't really shared with the listeners where all that lays. Mm-hmm. Because, like you mentioned earlier, it's um, and you look at all the other. There's teams. a lot of numbers jumbling here, and the other teams win, loss, whatever. There's a lot. And you look of, at all the other teams that are already in the playoffs, and you look at teams like. Um, like both Farmington schools, yes. North Farmington, Farmington. You yeah. look at them. Um, How does that all shuffle yeah. out? I mean, there's a lot to be there's determined. There's a lot to be determined. Even and, with one game to go. The, and you look at the white. You got Oak Park. Yeah. You got Oak Park Groves. Stony Creek's on the bubble. Sealham's on the bubble. Yeah. Ferndale Avenue, both on the bubble. Yeah. And then you also look at, in the red, you got West Bloomfield, Lake Orion, um, Adams already in the playoffs. And They're then you in, have but A&T's still all that team. rippling of the mm-hmm. playoff points are still going on. Yeah. And it's going to come uh, all the way through. To the final game of the season, right? Yeah. And so it'll be however that goes, I mean, I can't even say. You know, you have a better feel of this. I've been than working I, on it. I've been I'm working like, on it. It's really, it's been really, really difficult, especially. But, but, but what is the decision at. behind the scenes? You got to look at enrollment. You got to look at. You got to look at enrollment. You got to look at playoff points. I mean, like you. I mean, I mean could like, they hammer Lake Orion? You know, say, let's say they beat Monroe. They're seven or uh, eight, 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 eight and one. one. You know, and you can home. go, hey, you get a home game, but guess what? You're going east, and you're getting Romeo in or whatever. Romeo right? sits at six and two, and that's scary. That is, they got growth points out this week. That is absolutely scary yes. if Lake Orion has to take on Romeo Utica Eisenhower. Rome, those guys in the east are always a pain in the neck. Mm-hmm. Good for them, right? I mean, good programs, they win. 
And I mean, if you hit the Oak, playoffs. If you're Oak Park, you know, you got Warren D. LaSalle you got to yeah. have to deal with. Yes. Or if you're like West Bloomfield, you know, you're likely going to either. If West Bloomfield's in a really interesting spot because yeah. for them, it's either if they go, they could go north, they could go south. Last year, they went south, took on Belleville. Should have beat oh, Belleville last yeah. year. I mean, I think they're going to beat Belleville this year. Um, so when I look at West Bloomfield's case, Maybe it's best for them to go south instead of having to go north. Mm. Because if they go north, I think that's very tricky for them. Yeah. Um, and then you look at Adams, of course, likely maybe seeing Stony Creek next week. But you know you're going to see Romeo, maybe Lake Orion. You know what I mean? Yeah. Adams is a team that is a scary team. To see to see Adams again, wow. If 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 that were the case. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, and then, of course. Well, it was still talking about Lake Orion. I mean, yeah. we we're kind of talking about them. and um, We both agree they'll get by Monroe. Yes. Yeah. Um, think blowout? It could be. Um, I think it will be. It, it can be. Those guys are running downhill, man. I mean, they're on a mission. The thing with Lake Orion over the last, what, three weeks? Mm-hmm. I wasn't at the Clarkston game, so the penalties, penalties, the unforced or the the unforced errors are still there, and they got to watch out for that. And but they that defense plays fast; they hit hard. Their offensive line has had an incredible year. Absolutely, their offensive they offensive had one line. returning starter back, and look what ha- look what I, happened. I know, but the defensive line too. The mm-hmm. pressure, the the holes they are filling, the pressure they're putting on people. But it's the unforced errors they've got to watch out for because there's going to be a, a team that's going to come in and play a clean sheet. Yep. And if they don't. Yep. And that's the same it, thing it with West Bloomfield, too. That's the same up. thing with West Bloomfield as well. They got a tough one this week warned you yourself yeah. at Wayne State. I mean, like West Bloomfield, they have got to keep their emotions and discipline in check as well. I mean, right. like Lake Orion and West Bloomfield, people could say virtually mirror images of each other. They could be. Yeah. Yeah. Who has the higher upside? Can we determine that? No. I mean, it's... Can't. And who, who would have thought at the beginning of the season we'd be comparing those two teams? Who would ever thought that? <laughs> Not me. Well, maybe you. You, 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 maybe. Got, you got the Magic 8 ball there telling maybe. you all the what's going on. But Probably the biggest game of the OA docket for Week 9 is Adams at Stony Creek. Yes. This is Absolutely. Huge. This one is huge. Stony Creek 5-3, Adams 6-2. Yeah. Battle for the city title on the line. You look at this game on paper, and and it says to yourself, Adams <laughs> has everything. They got experience. Correct. They got a very good player in Anthony Petrino. Yes. But when you look at Stony Creek, you know, second year under coach Nick Merlo. Last year, last year's game, Stony Creek, even though it was a four, that was a fourteen three game last year, Stony Creek ended up losing that one. But when you look at this group of Cougars, different batch. Man. I think this is a different batch. Completely. They got a very good. They got a very good quarterback in Ryan Eckhout, who's done a really good job of placing Frank Potez my quarterback. Um, you got Cameron Buford, very good running back. You've got Zach Denna. Um, you got a big offensive line, big defensive line led by, of course, Austin Jordan. Going up against Adams, led by the Robertson twins. I mean, like, um, you look at this, <laughs> and you have Carter Ferris, Anthony Petrino, Parker Pico on the other side. This is going to be some fireworks yeah. over there at Stony Creek. Yeah, and that's the game where, like, oh man, I wish this was televised. That's the one you want to see mm-hmm. because I, I'm you're going on and on. I'm like, yep, you're absolutely right. Everything you said, yes, and you're like, well, who do you pick? Who do you pick? Uh, it's you got the upstart. 
The upstart versus the established. Yes. Uh, too close to call. I, 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 I'm still trying to formulate who I'm going to pick on that one. We can, you can I'm, wait on that one. Well, jeez, I don't want to wait. But I, I'm, I'm going to go upset. You got the upset. Yeah. You got Stony. Yes. Close. You got armor. You got team armor up. Yes. I'm taking them. You know what? Armor up, baby. Really? Armor up, baby. <laughs> I'm going to pick the upset. We don't usually pick the upset at the same time. I've been wrong yep. all the time. but uh, I got armor up this week, I, pulling I, off I, the upset. I just, I don't know, man. There's something about that Stony Creek team. Stony Creek battled tough against Oak Park. Should have won the Seahawks yes. game. Should have won the um, Groves game. I mean, like, I'm telling you, I like where Nick Merlo has that program going. I like where he's got that They're team going. They're playing the quality opponents strong. And, and they're blowing out the weaker foes. Yes, it's they're not close games, and that's that's the sign of a team ready to bust out. Mm-hmm. And they're ready to bust out. If Stony Creek were to lose to Adams, I think they're going to still get in at five and four. If Even, there if there was a team to pick that would get in with five wins, I'd take. I take Stony Creek. Yeah, I would take them. I mean, you go back a year ago. I'm looking at Lake Orion in at five wins, correct? Yeah, they were. I go. Yeah, they were the first team in at five and four. Yeah, and. How could you not take Stony? I would take, yeah, I would take Stony Creek, you know what I mean, yeah. in, in a heartbeat. I would. Yeah. And then, of course, we have, um, and then, of course, we have the talk, Clarkston, Detroit, Cast Tech. That was a surprise one. Uh, I, four you, you and four picked versus it. three and five. You picked that. We were talking off the air after last week's pod, and you mentioned it. You said, yeah, hey, I, they, they're available, and boom, they picked them. Um, I wrote a column on it. On oh, the blog, <laughs> inside the OA at blogspot.com. Read the blog. Yep, read the blog there. And um, what does Clarkson have? I mean, they're going to be playing the young kids just to get them game experience, or are they going to go out there and throw everything at them? I mean, I just. We don't know where the mindset of this football team is no, at, no. especially what happened to them last week, you know, against Lake Orion. Try to redeem, you know, throw the kitchen sink at CT and see what happens. I mean, you look at Detroit Cass Tech also, they've had a disappointing season as well. They're <laughs> four and four, but they still have a chance to make the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, when you look at this game, yes, there's a lot of history on both sides. Yes, there's a lot of state championships on both sides. But yeah, but these aren't the traditional. But these aren't your traditional. No. No. I mean, like, so when you look at Clarkson, <laughs> you look at Clarkson, you know, how is their mindset? Is How is their. Where are their heads at after what happened? Yeah. That's the question we don't know. You know, I mean, things have gone so far south for this team this season, you know, that Clarkson might say, you know what? You can you go and get our butts. We could get our butts handy, you know, or they could just go up and fight in front of your community yeah. and basically come out and pull out the upset. Yes. Detroit Cast Tech has not fared well north of M59. They have not fared well. And knowing the program at Clarkson and watching it over the years, and there's a lot of pride at Clarkson. Absolutely, I mean, there's, there's, they're not going to roll over and just no. go, eh, whatever. They better not roll over <laughs> against them. I mean, like, no, I, they have what they have, and I mean, I've heard some other. I mean, people might not know this, but the injury situation they have over there is unbelievable. Four players out with an ACL injury, and then he had the tr- Darius McKinney's out. Who could be out for this game with a hip injury? Yeah, I mean, 
I mean, a he was a lot of knee he, injuries. It's just a lot of ACL injuries. Yeah, Matt Miller's crazy. out for the year. You look at him. Hey, Temple, he's out for the year. I mean, and like, those are the name players that we know that are out. There's others with the same situation. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we know this isn't the same team. No, but we know it's the same program. It's the same program, right? So they're going to throw it at him. But still, I, there's still some players on that team. You look at Rocco Spindler, yes. Garrett Dillinger, Cole Dillinger, Ben Haas. I mean, like up front, those are very good linemen. But when you look at the problem that Clarkson faces is their linebackers and secondary. Yeah. That's the big problem. Detroit Cast Tech's got a ton of athletes. They sit at four and four right now. Do you think when you look at this game on paper, do you think Clarkson can beat Detroit Cast Tech? On paper, no. But I'm going to say they'll bounce back. You think they get Let's shock them. Why not? Why not? If they do, Detroit Cast Tech's out, for the, out of the playoffs for an 11 straight year. For, after 11 years. Oh, 11 year run. 11 okay. year run. Clarkson had their 16 year playoff I, run snapped. I, I, I want to say my gut tells me don't pick the Wolves, but I'm going to pick them because uh, they're going to play for pride and see what, you know, they're going to come out and try to finish on a positive Kurt note. Kurt Richardson's team has always is, had pride. Yes. Always. No, why, add a, why add another game if you were going to fold the tent? Yeah. Right? Yeah, they added it. a game, so let's do another one. Let's take it to them. Let's do another one. Let's play. Let's take it to them. Absolutely. Let's go in there and let's dominate. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> this has been a crazy it's just, year. It, it, twilight Zone. We've this said, it, a twilight we've said zone. it a thousand times. It's been a Twilight Zone. Yeah. A lot of others going around as well. Of course, soccer. Um. Yeah, yeah. Well, soccer. let's get to other sports because uh, we're up against the clock right yep. now. Yeah. Um, congrats. I mean, like... um. Well, we'll see what happens. Well, well I got something. I got yeah. uh, on, Cross country. on the OA red side. Yep. Dominant Clarkston men's team. Congrats to the Wolves uh, taking the. Troy Athens boys soccer district champions. Very good. Um, Adams district champions in soccer as okay. well. Okay, great. The uh, uh, Troy women on the OA red side. Fantastic finish. They take the title. I think they swept the Jamborees this year. Mm-hmm. Way to go. Um, they're gearing up for the, the uh, state finals and regionals coming up. Um, I think Ferndale Volleyball, Bloomby Hills Volleyball, okay. and Clarkson Volleyball league champions this year. Okay. So. Looking at Clarkston, men? Yeah. One of the state uh, favorites? I would say they're, they're at least in the top five. Um, what about th- Troy and the girls? Troy and the girls, I don't see it because of the times. Um, if they re- if they have a very strong showing at regionals, I might change my tune. And regionals is this coming weekend. This coming weekend, so it'll be very interesting to see what happens. Yeah, see how the OA team, and plus, uh, you know, we got to look outside the uh, the regions changed. Um, yep. They be- Clarkson women, I were state fi- uh, champions a year ago. I don't. They see got a tough. That's regional. not happening. They got but a tough. Regional. They're throwing into a buzzsaw of a regional. Yeah. Yeah. They got a lot of tough regionals looming. Absolutely. Um, yep. Special shout out. Congratulations to all the teams this week um, at the um, yeah. tennis tournaments and the um, golf tournaments. See as if well. we can get some state titles out of these OA teams. Yep. We'll see what happens. Um, the Sammy team here. Keep an eye on the um, OA, keep an eye on the football playoff projections heading into week nine. I will post a blog article about my projected playoff matchups heading into the um, week nine on Inside the OA and the Sammy High School Sports Blog as well. SD46 at Yahoo at Blogspot.com. Um, We'll see what happens going forward. Take care, everybody. See you all next week. See you, Sam. Oh, yeah, now is produced by Sammy Terramina. The views on this show are his and his alone. 
Give Owen TV a call if you would like to make your own podcast, 248-393-1060. We'll see you next week on OA Now. See ya.